this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our very special guest is Laura Lane, and we're going to talk about the importance of literacy. Well, Laura Lane, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, you're with an organization uh, called what? It's called Literacy Connections. And what's that all about? So Literacy Connections is an agency, nonprofit, that matches uh, volunteers with with students uh, in the community that have a literacy need. So this could be someone who struggles with speaking English. This could be someone who uh, needs to bring up their reading level for a specific purpose. It could be someone who doesn't read at all. Uh, so there's a, a, a large uh, group of people uh, that we are able to service with our nonprofit. Now, we should get a, a basic definition out. What do you consider to be literacy? Like, for example, I remember when my son was in school, he was in third grade. They said he was reading at a seventh grade level, which I guess was good. What do you consider to be literacy or illiteracy? So I think I think there's different there's different stages of, mm-hmm. of literacy. So um, it's, it's defined a little bit different now. Back, you know, during like the Civil War era, illiteracy, illiteracy was defined as the ability to sign your name. Uh, uh, so as long as you could sign your name, you are considered a literate person. That's obviously changed a lot. It's not just about signing your name and it's not just about being able to read information. It's being able to take that information and do something with it. It's being able mm-hmm. to interact with information. It's being able to interact with technology. It's being able to interact with society at large, whether it be filling out forms, uh, putting together resumes. Uh, pretty much everything in our society is governed by reading. If you do not have that key, you cannot get in. Yeah. What What is the age group um, that you deal with um, from small child on to adulthood? Or do you have a cutoff at any point or is it just anybody? So we have a, a two prong program. Mm-hmm. Uh, one prong is aimed at school age children from first through fourth grade. And that is where a volunteer goes into the schools and reads to their book buddy. A book buddy is someone that they will have for the whole year that they will read to and do reading enrichment with. Uh, so that's first through fourth grade. That's one a- area that we work with. The other area, which is my area, is uh, the adult population, adult mm-hmm. education population. And that would be uh, emancipated uh, from the age of 16 uh, or 18 and up. How big a problem is uh, uh, literacy in the United States today, uh, Laura Lane? Uh, I mean, how many adults really uh, can't read uh, enough to, to, to survive in today's society, especially with computers? The specific uh, statistic is 14% of the United States reads at a sixth grade level or below. That's considered functionally illiterate. If you're functionally illiterate, maybe you're able to hold a job, maybe you're able to pay your bills, maybe you're able to raise your kids, but there's going to be significant challenges associated with only being able to read at that level. You know, it's, it's interesting. You talk about technology. Now, I feel like I'm somewhat technology, uh, an illiterate person, I can I can do some emails and I can do <laughs> this, that and the other in the computer, but I am not the whiz like my grandchildren are. And she's better than I am, I can assure you. <laughs> oh, but however, the thing that bothers me with all this technology is I am noticing and correct me if I'm wrong, I, my grandchildren just don't seem to to have that the English <laughs> 
punctuation and and um, spelling and just grammar rules that we learned when we were growing up as kids. Now, you know, Grant and I'm in my 60s, so but they're just I don't feel like they're getting that. Everything is just on their their little tablets or their phones and everything is abbreviated. And I feel like they're not writing complete sentences anymore. That is correct. And we are seeing that and we're seeing the results of that. Uh, showing up now with some kids that have recently graduated high school and they're discovering that they can't uh, they can't do certain things. So mm-hmm. they're coming to us and they're saying, hey, I, you know, I can't do this. Can you can you give me a give me a hand? Um, so we are seeing that that happening and we are seeing the uh, the effects of 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 not teaching phonetics based English and not mm-hmm. teaching based on grammar. And, and part of that or con- consistent with that is uh, the failure to, to teach penmanship anymore. Oh. Um, you know, uh, my son, wonderful guy. He's an electrical engineer. His handwriting is basically arrested as at a third grade level because um, he's been typing on a computer's eighty words a minute since he was little. You know, I taught him the pause program, P A W S, where the kids were, were were typing away at at the third grade. Um, is that something that's part of literacy connections, or are you you're really interested in the reading and the writing aspect as far as putting together sentences? It's actually very student dependent. There are certain things Mm -hmm. that we will teach that are the same across the board, but it really depends on the student's needs and what they're able to do and what they test at. So if someone says, I need better penmanship, this is what my job is. We figure out how to work penmanship into lessons so they can then use it in, in their job. Our guest today on Radio Rotary is Laura Lane. She's talking to us about the importance of literacy and the great organization she works for, which is Literacy Connections. How did Literacy Connections get started, Laura? Wow. Okay. So Literacy <laughs> Connections got wow. started over 45, uh, 45 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there was a woman, I think her name was Beverly. My boss is going to kill me. That's um, okay. Um, okay. That's okay. <laughs> who saw it, actually saw a deficiency in, in, mm-hmm. in society and was like, hey, there's all these people kind of walking around who can't read and there's no place for them to go. There's nowhere for them to get that help. I want to start that help. So she started the agency and it was basically a room in a basement. Uh, I think it was a church maybe uh, with like a single phone line and like a single <laughs> desk and a single chair. And uh, it has since, it has since grown uh, quite a, quite a, quite a fair amount. Um, obviously we took a hit with COVID, uh, yeah. but pre COVID we were at some fairly uh, impressive numbers. You know, we're going to find out more about the great work of literacy connections from our terrific guest, Laura Lane, right after speaking of reading, reading, Kruger, yes reads us the list of sponsors for Radio Rotary this week. This week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Katie's Ford, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Manuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. I'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, 
but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate, to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are all always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on their web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois. And with me, my co-host, Kathy Kruger, and our terrific guest, Laura Lane from Literacy Connection. We're talking about literacy in America and right here in the Hudson Valley. Laura, welcome back to part two of Radio Rotary. So for those who may have joined us late, what is Literacy Connections? Literacy Connections is a nonprofit uh, that assists people in the community with uh, reading, writing, and speaking English. 
our motto is actually helping people to read, write, and reach their potential. You know, so I think sums up what we do. It's like important that. what you talked about saying in reading and writing English, because when my grandmother came over, she was completely literate in German, could speak it, could write it, but didn't know English and went to, to um, classes and spoke heavily accented English, uh, you know, when I was a child uh, and, and certainly could write. Um, so it's, it's not that, that people you deal with can't read and write. They just some of them just can't read and write the English language here. Is that correct? That, that is that is absolutely correct. And, and someone who has some schooling and some language is going to track much uh, faster and have an easier mm-hmm. time than someone who has no school and can't read or write in any language. Right. And, you know, we, we you should have sympathy for people who, who are trying to learn a second language because oh, yeah. I know when I was an exchange student in Italy and got plopped into the middle of Bologna, Italy, it was a very rudimentary Italian. <laughs> there was a lot of head scratching going on and, until I picked up enough to to really uh, function and survive. Kathy, you had a question. Yeah. Do we uh, do you find that you're um, seeing more um, children that are or families of immigrants that are coming to get help, too, with um, reading and writing? We are. We are. And I think part of that, too, is also due to outreach um, yes. in, in the communities. Oh, that's great. And then uh, my next question is, is how does somebody, number one, find out about your program? And then number two, is there a, a fee for your program? Those are both excellent questions. There is no fee. We are free. Uh, oh. We are funded through the generosity of our donors, which include uh, New York State Department of Education and Dyson. Uh and Dyson? So, okay. Dyson, yes. Yeah. Uh, so the, the way people find out about us is, is our name is out there amongst other social agencies. So it's also services at the library, uh, it's different schools with the perhaps the ESL counselors. Uh, we just have our name out there. So people will hear our name or they'll find us online and they'll say, hey, I'm interested in finding out more about your program. And that could be on the, the volunteer side or it could be the, uh, the student side. And at that point, we give them more information and then and then send them in the appropriate direction because I'm just a small part of a much much bigger piece. I'm just Poughkeepsie. Yeah, but a you're a small world. but important, important. part. Do you, important. Do you have a, a website? Is there a website? Uh, the, the website, yes. It's it's www.literacyconnections.org. Give that yeah. to us one more time. Yes. Literacy Connections with an S dot org, all lowercase, all smushed together. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guest, Laura Lane, repeat that in the next portion of the program. So, Laura, what got you interested in helping people uh, read and write? Well, one of the things that got me interested in, in reading and writing is, uh, is number one, that I'm a, a huge uh, bookworm. I've, I've always read. It's been one of my favorites. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do. It's still my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's part of that. There's just the personal passion for reading and for the written word. Uh, the other part of that is social, and that is that my parents were uh, were what you would call functionally illiterate. Mm. And as a result, I saw the impact that that had on their life, on my life, uh, and and the future going forward, or lack thereof. So it inspired me to, uh, to really um, want to help people at this job, to help give them the tools so that they can interact with their kids, so that they can, you know, read a bill that comes in the mail, so that they can look at medication and understand what it says. And that's important what you said, because you said your parents were functionally illiterate. I'm assuming if you have parents that have difficulty reading, you're going to have children that are going to have difficulties reading also. Right, because the children aren't being read to at night. Right, right. So it's got to be, it's probably a whole family generational problem until someone breaks that you know, 
that connection or whatever and learns how to, like you did, you know, read and write and, and help out. That's a hundred percent correct. It is a multi-generational uh, problem. And that is something that's like in our literature on our website that you ah. see that we talk about. Uh, and uh, it can be hard to break the cycle. Uh, in my case, I was just born with a knack for reading. That was just one of my gifts. So I got mm. very lucky. You know, it, it, there was a great motion picture about 20 years ago. And, and folks, write this down and get it on Netflix. Dennis Weaver in a film called Bluffing It, where he's uh, a foreman in a lumberyard, I believe, if I recall correctly. And he was functionally illiterate. He couldn't read. Um, he couldn't write without words. So when the boss gave him instructions, he'd write little diagrams to himself on his notepad. And he, he bluffed his way through it until they came up with computers. They computerized the, the lumberyard and he was dead in the water. And it shows how, uh, you know, he got uh, counseling and assistance, even starting out with the old Dick and Jane books, which they had when I was a kid. Of course, when I was a kid, they were on stone tablets. But uh, <laughs> uh is that what is the sim? Let's say you've got somebody in his fifties, all right? Who says, you know, I, I really can't read and write that well. Help me. How do you get started with someone like that, uh, Laura Lane? So that is that is actually a very good question because the first thing you, you want to do is you want to validate uh, the person and make sure that they know that this is not about intellect. This is not about uh, a failure as a person. This is right. you have this deficiency. Think of me as like a reading doctor. We're going to help you out with this. So the first thing we have to do is we have to find out your symptoms. So we find out, uh, is the person, does the person struggle with eyesight? Maybe they do oh, yeah. glasses. Oh, do yeah. they struggle with hearing? Maybe they can't hear the sounds. Maybe there's a speech impediment. So we begin eliminating things one by one to try to figure out exactly what's going on because it's not always clear. And I, I bet you dyslexia plays a lot into that too. You know, if someone's yeah, I, having I have a problem. A, I have someone in my family with dyslexia. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. I'm going. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. You're absolutely correct. It is. There's dyslexia and there's a whole other host of, of other mm -hmm. uh, uh, processing disorders is what they call them uh, that that interfere with the ability to read. Wow. So you do have to be a doctor, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. But, you know, I, mean, I get I get trained, you know, I get right. shown the tools, uh, you know, but we, we just we figure out where the person is. Is it is it that they learn slower? Is it that they uh, they just they didn't get enough time mm -hmm. in school? Is it that they never went to school? So by doing that uh, every week, it's like chipping away at the marble to to uh, to show the, the, the form underneath. Right. We're chipping away all of that stuff to find out exactly what's there. And what we see happening a lot of times, and, and you see it all every week, is that someone is starting to read for the first time. And we get to see that excitement. And we get to That's see exciting. the yeah. pride uh, in that person's voice. Right. And we're going to find out more about the great work of Literacy Connections from our terrific guest, Laura Lane, right after these messages. So stay tuned. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, 
enriching. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845-752-2216. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Leo Katie's Ford is the home of great car deals for you. Whether it's the workhorse F-150 pickup, the exciting new all-electric Mustang Mach-E, or the family-friendly Fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you. Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently located on Route 94 in Warwick. Your next car is just a call away at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906. Remember, cars cost less at Katie's. I wonder who that is, honey. Hugs with family. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. I miss you so much, Grandpa. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Blossom. My usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell Clater, is away this week. We have our producer, the fabulous Kathy Kruger on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. Good we to have be a, here. It's great to have you. And we have an equally fabulous guest, Laura Lane of Literacy Connections. And we're learning about the services they offer to help people uh, read and write better. Laura, welcome to part three of Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me back. We're delighted. Now, uh, if somebody's been listening out there and says, you know, I'd like to help out. Uh, people uh, who can't read and write up to the level they should be. Uh, do you have use for volunteers? We absolutely, we always have use for volunteers, all kinds. And uh, how would they get in touch with you? So they would go to the website, literacyconnections.org, uh, or they would get our number online, which is 845-452-8670. They can ask for me, and if I cannot help them, I'll direct them to where they, they can be. Give us the website and the phone number one more time, Laura. Absolutely. It's www literacyconnections.org and the phone number is 845-452-8670. And folks, I don't get a pencil and paper. I'll have our terrific guest, Laura Lane, uh, write that down, uh, repeat that, I should say, so you can write it down uh, before the end of the program. So Laura, how many people do you help uh, with Literacy Connections? And what what area do you cover? Is it just uh, the Hudson Valley or, or other places? Uh, we cover actually uh, more more than that, a uh, considerable amount more than that. We are in uh, Dutchess County. Uh, there's two coordinators for Dutchess County. I'm one of them. 
Then there's one coordinator for Columbia and Green counties, and then there's a coordinator for Orange County, which is brand new and is actually rapidly uh, growing. Perfect. Now, our listeners like to know a little bit about our guests, and you have a fascinating background. Yes. Uh, Tell us about uh, how you ended up in Literacy Connections, what path you took to get here. Sure, absolutely. So the path that I I took to get here was that uh, I'm a resident of Poughkeepsie. Uh, My parents were functionally illiterate, but I did very well in school. And I saw school as a way to sort of um, to move ahead in life, to have more opportunities than my parents did. Uh, Now, I went into foster care when I was 13 years old. uh, And uh, I realized that I was smart, but maybe I needed some other things. So when I graduated high school, I had every opportunity to go to pretty much whatever college I wanted, uh, but I decided I wanted to join the Marine Corps, that I needed needed more structure as a person and that I needed to um, really understand who I was and what I was about and what I could do. And that was a fabulous experience. It helped me in every way that I wanted. Uh, I was grateful to be able to serve my country. I reached the rank of sergeant. Wow. And uh, it gave me a lot of gifts that I still use uh, to this day, including public speaking, which we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And you have recently been recognized as a veteran uh, with a substantial uh, uh, recognition or cash recognition. Tell us about that. So uh, COVID uh, started, uh, you know, as you know, last year and I was feeling really kind of blue. And uh, all of a sudden I get this notification that I've won this award. And I'm like, well, what, what award is going on? And uh, I won $10,000 because I was a vet of the year for the Hudson Valley. Uh, and my guy was the one who nominated me. And I who, who, who nominated so you again? Who nominated my fiance nominated me. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I didn't know he did it. So it was a total <laughs> surprise. So it was like, it was like a twofer, you know, wow. it, was really, it was really, it was really neat. So I'm getting kind of misty. I just think that's all right. Oh, that's okay. So, yeah. So I got a, 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 a rather large cash prize for me, large. And, uh, and that was amazing. And Good you, for continue, you. you continue to serve your country, uh, uh, in helping people, uh, achieve literacy through, uh, literacy connections. So as I say, Semper Fi, right? Always yeah, faithful, right? Semper Fi. <laughs> now, you did mention um, COVID. How did COVID affect the last 15 months of with literacy connections with your program? So COVID, uh, obviously, we took a huge hit. We took a huge hit as far as uh, students needing to get other jobs, move uh, tutors, the same thing. However, we were able to provide uninterrupted services to our adult students. And we had a core uh, group of volunteers who did, who did not stop. They kept going. And they were the ones who kept the agency uh, kind of afloat along with the uh, generous uh, donations of our friends and followers. We had a campaign letting people know, hey, this is going on. We're going to have some some struggles ahead. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a hand? And people did. And also we had very, uh, very responsible fiscal planning for the 45 years that we've been around. So we were able to tap into some reserves uh, to keep us going until um, we get back to normal. And and we're doing the reading lessons by Zoom? Yes, correct. The reading lessons were done done by Zoom. And that was was an interesting learning curve. And that also by itself eliminated a lot of uh, students because they didn't have the technology. Uh They had the technology and they didn't have the Wi-Fi. But now with COVID, hopefully... <laughs> behind us. Behind us, I want to say, <laughs> keeping my fingers crossed. Um, are your programs back up and running again? Yes, our programs are all back and running, uh, with the exception of the Book Buddies program, as it is summer, 
and we don't know yet what's going to happen in, in the fall. That was also moved to a, a an online platform, and that was a, a beta program that tested very well. Now, Laura Lane, let's assume that to somebody listening who has a child who has difficulty reading or themselves has difficulty reading, and they, they reach out to you at your website, which is? The website is www.literacyconnections.org. Or the telephone? Telephone number is 845-452-8670. Take us through all the steps. Uh, you know, do they come in? Do they get tested? Are they counseled? Do they have an interview? How, how does it work? And is, the, is it a classroom setting or is it one-on-one help? So to, to answer that last question first, it's actually both. We have one-on-one and we have classroom. Perfect. Okay. It depends. Different people have different needs. So someone would call and they'd say, I'd like to speak to Laura. And I would say, hey, it's great that you called. Uh, I'm really excited to meet you. Can we make an appointment? And I would get some basic information, but most of the information I would get in person uh, with the person. I would be prepared with a full test and a full host of, of paperwork but I would kind of take my cues from where that student is. Mm. A lot of times people come in and they start to cry because oh. they don't read. And that's a very serious thing. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you want to treat with honor. Mm-hmm. So I usually put the paperwork away at that point. And we talk about what, what that's like. And then we talk about what they're good at, because I think it's important to get people oriented to what they can do so that we can build off of that. And they don't feel a sense of failure. So just the fact that they're coming is just uh, hats off to people who can say, I need some help and then and get it and look for it. And then uh, I I would love to see that whole progression. (laughs) Laura Lane, uh, thank you for everything you're doing to help people uh, get to the joy of reading. Thanks for serving your country as you did in in the Marine Corps. Thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. But before you go, give us that website and the phone number one more time. Yes, the website is www.literacyconnections.org and the phone number is 845-452-8670. That's for Laura. Laura, come back anytime. It was a treat to have you as our guest. Yes, it was. <laughs> and Kathy, who's treated us by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, we are sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. The entire Radio Rotary team, my co host Sarah O'Connell-Clater will be back with us soon our producer Kathy Kruger and our production director Randy Turner this is Jonah Trebois thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary and don't forget our website RadioRotary.org